0: Hi, my name is Madison, and I'm an econ student at Mercer University, and, oh, awesome. Um, so I'm going to be a little bit mean for a second, okay? So... <laughs> <laughs> Biden just took um, off his jacket. <laughs> um, so you're arguing you the the, the greatest advantage in this race. You've been the vice president, you weren't burdened down by the impeachment trials, so... H- or... And the participation. So, how do you explain the performance in Iowa, and why should the voters believe that you can win the national
1: election? It's a good question. Number one, I was a Democratic caucus. You ever been to a caucus? No, you haven't. You're a line dog-faced pony soldier. You said you were, but you're, you're now. You got to be honest. I'm going to be honest with you. It was a little bit confusing in Iowa. Number one, but let's assume it was all everything was exactly right in Iowa. The idea that you come in with about half the half the delegates that the leaders come in with in Iowa does not necessarily say how you're going to win Pennsylvania, how you're going to win Michigan, where by the way the the uh, black caucus of the Michigan legislature just endorsed me in spite of all of this, where. The unions have endorsed me in spite of all this, et cetera. You can't win. You can't win in Florida. You can't win. Doesn't mean you can't win. It doesn't mean you can win. I congratulate. I congratulate Pete. I congratulate um, Bernie. They did a great job, and they were really well organized, better organized than we were in Iowa. But I don't think that that I viewed from the beginning, and I really mean this. I viewed from the beginning that you have to take the first four as one. You got two primaries and two caucuses back to back basically. And by the way, you know we talk about how, you know, the the folks who won have been new and first time. Well, not a single person has won without overwhelming support from the black community. Overwhelming overwhelming. Okay? So here's the deal. It may very well, they may be able to get more votes in the African-American community, but right now, I am far and ahead of everybody in the African-American community, because guess what? It's the base of the Democratic Party. And so, it remains to be seen. It doesn't mean, look, I, I have, uh, you know, I, I've been knocked down a bunch of times in my life, like a lot of you have. And my dad used to have an expression, it's not whether you get knocked down, it's how qu- quickly you get up. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But the notion that you in a, get uh, 25, whatever the number, 1,000 votes versus 40,000 votes in a caucus in Iowa means you're not able to run. I mean, I think that's, that's that's a, you know, I, I don't know. We'll, 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 you know, we'll soon find out. And it's not a mean question, it's an honest question. It's an honest question because a lot of people are asking the question, Biden, if you lose Iowa, and let's say, and I, look, who has won a New Hampshire primary? Who has not, if you had somebody running in, this, in the next door, in the two states next door to you? It's just not bad. You, you guys are on, a, on an honest, upright thing. But there's been a circumstance where, you know, you got an awful lot of coverage. For example, I live in Delaware, yet I'm rated the most popular politician, including in Pennsylvania, in Pennsylvania. Why? Because Philadelphia Television which covers 40 percent of the market, covers Delaware. And so everybody knows me, so I'm at an advantage in Pennsylvania because they know who I am. But look, I'm not much of a, uh, a, a pundit here, but all I can tell you is how I feel. I am running. I'm as more determined than I was before the Iowa caucus for do the things that I believe have to be done. And no matter what happens in this, this state, I'm going to feel the same way. I'm just going to keep moving, and we'll see. Let's
0: Sir, we have time for uh, one more question.